Who knew? The fastest way to build jack forearms is to train a muscle that isn't even really a forearm muscle. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. What's the graduate of Cavalier AthleanX.com? Okay, look, you've heard me say it a bunch of times. If you want to build bigger arms, you got to focus on your triceps, right? We talk about the overall mass and the contribution of the triceps to the arm, even though people like to focus on the biceps. Well, in the forearm, we have the same scenario. There's a muscle called the brachioradialis that kind of acts like the triceps of the forearm, taking up a lot of the mass. As a matter of fact, if you didn't have good development there, your forearm would kind of look like this. And that's not a good looking forearm. So we need to develop it. But as I said, it's not technically even a forearm muscle. Now trust me guys, this has nothing to do with splitting hairs or playing word games here in semantics. This is about real anatomy and function. And we always, when we talk about anatomy and function, have to break out these muscle markers. And when we talk about this muscle, you could actually probably feel it. If you grab hold of that wad of muscle right there, it goes up and it crosses the elbow and it inserts up here on your humerus. And then it comes all the way down and it kind of dies off right where it looks like it does in that mid-belly. And its tendon runs down here to the end of the bone in your arm called the radius here in your forearm. At no point does that muscle actually cross the wrist, which is a huge important point because we know that the forearm muscles actually run down your forearm and feed through your wrist into your fingers, controlling actions of the fingers and the wrist itself. That's what a true forearm muscle does. This one has no action at all on the wrist. So what it does is it's going to be influenced by things that you do at your elbow and also what happens here at your forearm, pronation or supination. But this is where the controversy comes in because getting to the actual true function of this muscle is going to help us to build it, but people argue about what the function of the muscle is. No one's going to argue about the fact that it's going to be required that you bend your elbow to train it, but what about that secondary part? What about the position of the forearm? Should it be supinated, neutral, or pronated to really get at it the most? And the answer is there's actually two answers. And as always, science is guiding what we're talking about. Look, if I had a supinated arm here, we know that immediately the bicep is going to take over because it's in a great line to do the work that we're trying to do here and bend the elbow. If we go into this neutral grip position here like this, that's where a lot of people argue that the brachioradialis is doing most of the work. However, they're forgetting one aspect of that. That might be where it can generate the most force and lift the most weight, but we also have to realize that it has the capability to pronate the forearm. So if we want to train the muscle through all of its functions, we want to get pronation and elbow flexion. Similar to when we do the bicep, we don't want to just flex at the elbow here, but we also want to flex at the shoulder. That's where we get the greatest muscle activation. And to get the greatest gains, you're going to want to do both. Overload with the greatest amount of weight and activate the muscle as much as you possibly can. And if you like the nerdy shit like I do, here's a cool little fact for you. When your forearm is in this neutral position, that brachioradialis is in that peak position to generate more force because it's actually helping to protect your own body. You see, when you put weight in your hands, combined with the downward force of gravity, it's actually capable of pulling that radius down onto the ulna, which is not something that we want. When the brachioradialis does its job, it can pull backwards, lifting that back up and creating the proper space in your wrist, so no wrist injuries. All right, so what are some exercises you want to do to help build this muscle up? Well, we got to start with the classic reverse barbell curl. But here we have some choices, right? Based on what I just told you, you can either use a straight bar, which is going to put you in that fully pronated position and require that you use less weight, 
but the trade-off being more muscle activation, or you can simply just grab an easy curl bar and realize that because of the curling here of the bar, we get our wrists into a more neutral position, meaning closer to neutral, and that's going to help us to load this up more. The brachioradialis is going to have the ability to lift more weight and give you an opportunity to train it for overload. The fact here, guys, is you have your choices. My recommendation is to mix them up to get the benefits of both. The next exercise up is actually one you can do here at a lat pulldown machine that takes advantage of another fact about this all-important non-forearm muscle, and that is the more flexion you get at the elbow, the more activation you get of the muscle. In other words, even if you look back at that reverse curl, in the first 30 or 40 degrees, the brachioradialis isn't doing as much work as it does in the latter half of the range of motion. We can take advantage of that here with this reverse grip lat pulldown because we get the ability to do that reverse curl, and instead of stopping here at the head, we can go back behind the head to get more and more and more flexion of that elbow. And keep in mind, we're still doing this out of that pronated position, so we're gonna get the secondary benefits of that maximum activation. So we really might have to use a little bit less weight, but at the same time, that activation is on point. Now, if you're absolutely obsessed with having to use more weight on the exercise, remember, you're gonna have to get out of that pronated grip, so you're gonna have to change the bar that you're using. Trade that one in for two ropes, but keep in mind, you're going to have to wrestle these away from the guy who's already doing face pulls. The next one's not only a great conditioning exercise, but it's also a great forearm builder, and it's battle ropes. You see, we know we get a lot of elbow flexion just to swing these things around, but the way we grab them matters. If I grab them underneath here, I'm putting myself in that supinated position, combined with elbow flexion, is likely to turn that into more of a bicep exercise. When we do it, though, out of this neutral grip or pronated grip, now we're shifting the focus to where it has to be, and that is right there on the brachioradialis. Remember, if those ropes are heavy, feel free to grab it with that more neutral grip. But if those ropes are light and you really want to kind of burn this out, then go for that fully pronated grip and get going. Now obviously dumbbells can also be used to effectively build this muscle up. As a matter of fact, they give us an advantage that's unique from barbells, and that's the ability to grab them not just dead center, but with an offset grip. And as you can see here, when I take this grip, I'm actually now providing the opportunity to overload pronation. Right, The dumbbell's tilted downwards, and gravity's pushing down there. For me to overcome that and straighten the dumbbell out into pronation, I'm going to have to lift up from that direction. Not only am I able to do that, but I'm able to continue the motion up all the way into that reverse curl so I get that duplicate benefit, guys. Remember, you're not just locked into one piece of equipment. Whenever you're trying to train any muscle, you certainly aren't when it comes to this one. All right, now let's play a little bit of give and take with the gym owners out there. 
Look, I get it. My infatuation with face pulls and recommendation for everyone to use two ropes when they do them has probably caused you guys out there to have to go buy more ropes. But now it's my turn to give back. You see, because one of the best ways for everyone out there watching to build their brachioradialis is actually do this. Clean up after your damn selves. In other words, put your plates back. Or even better, put the plates on the bar yourself, take them off yourself, carry them around the gym yourself. You see, this position here is ideal for targeting the brachioradialis. It's got that good neutral grip position. And not just that, you have a good indirect opportunity here to accrue a lot more volume during the workout week so that you get an opportunity to provide more stimulus for growth. The fact is, even if it's not just good for your muscles, it's just plain old fashioned good community service. Now, if only Jesse could figure that out. Now that makes a bunch of sense. Actually, there's a bunch of plates lying around. Think I should go clean those up? Remember guys, all muscles matter, and when it comes to building this one, the way you do the exercises you're doing makes all the difference. If you're looking for a step-by-step -step program that puts the science back in straight. Excuse me, Jeffrey. Head over to athletenext.com for all of our step-by-step -step programs. In the meantime, if you haven't already done so, click subscribe and turn on your notifications so you never miss a new video when we put one out. And also, guys, remember to leave your comments below to let me know what you want me to cover, and I'll do my best to do that for you in the days and weeks ahead. All right, guys, see you soon.